0: Right, how are you doing? I'm uh, sitting in the garden. It's uh, Saturday night and uh, I don't know, it's about 8 o'clock. It's been a beautiful day. Um, the sun woke me up and all the birds as well. I'll try to get, there's a really kind of weird one, it's very electronic bird and I'll um, try and find a clip. I heard it really Really well, just a couple of hours ago, and then I came out. I sort of grabbed the mic, and I came out, but of course, it had disappeared, I've flown to a neighbouring tree. But I can see as I'm sitting here, so it's starting to get a little bit light. I've got a fire, I've got a fire in front of me. The fire pit's uh, uh, blazing away. It's quite nice. You might even hear it crackling a little bit in the distance. Certainly can hear the cars in the distance this microphone really does pick up everything. Anyway, I thought I'd uh, record another one with a a proper mic, and uh, I got a really good response the last time, and uh, people quite enjoyed the little bits of music that I added as well, so I might do that. We're back from travels, first of all to Philadelphia, yeah, we went to Philly for a few days, um, I had a speaking engagement at the at Penn State University uh, or the University of Pennsylvania. I'm still not quite sure. I think those might be two separate institutions. I really should look this stuff up. Um, needless to say, it didn't go very well, really. Uh, I was sort of ready for a workshop and then I was in this enormous hall which looked, um, to be honest with you, it looked a bit like the tabernacle they got married in in Wales. It was uh, monstrous, and I was sort of speaking from this sort of altar, uh, and there was a microphone there. And even when I sort of ventured down from it to try and at least uh, give some handouts to the audience or try and involve a few of them, like nobody could hear me, so I had to sort of retreat back up. The stairs uh, to this sort of pulpit and preach from there on high about virtual reality uh, and pedagogy and all the things that, uh, that i do in the day job anyway uh people were very generous and very nice anyway at the end of it but to be honest with you i didn't think it was any great shakes i'd, I'd like to do it again uh, i did get the chance to do it again a week later Uh, to a group of uh, what they call TESOL teaching English as a second language uh, tutors and it went a little bit better the room was uh, still quite big but well I I just felt I talked and talked and talked and uh, that's never a really good thing to do Anyway, Philly, Philly was great. So we arrived on the Friday, and uh, nothing takes very long to get here. Well, when I say that, it's very odd. So uh, it was a four hour drive, really only felt like a couple of hours, maybe only even felt like an sort of hour and a half. It's just one long straight road through the state um, all the way there. We I think we stopped once, and then we stopped in Harrisburg actually, yeah, we stopped there and we had um, uh, burger and fries, and uh, or chips, as I should be say, um, and w- we ordered a portion of fries for each of us, and it was so enormous, the sheer amount of fries that came back. It was just, um, I think my, my eight-year-old's eyes just sort of lit up, um, thinking that he was going to devour all of these things. And as usual, when you get mega portions, uh, we had about three chips each and and then we sort of looked in disgust at the rest of it. Couldn't quite bring ourselves to eat anything. And I was quite excited to be in Philadelphia because I remember listening to kind of Philly Soul, um, you know, the great sort of record. So they had a... Uh, a music scene to rival Motown in Philly. Uh, If you think about the music in Jackie Brown, um, I can't remember the the name of the band, the Commodores, is that right? Mm, I'm getting mixed up here. But um, yeah, some of of the music featured in in the Tarantino film, Jackie Brown, uh, uh, that had a kind of Philly soul sort of edge to it. And uh, so I think I put on a best of as we drove through the south side, which is kind of the area around uh, uh, Philadelphia. It's the kind of cool bit, as it were. Every town has got its sort of cool district, um, you know, with nice shops and uh, record stores and cool cafes, and uh, the south side is Phillies, along with a place called the Magic Gardens, which you really should visit if ever you should come. It's a sort of outsider art um, piece. It's basically a sort of mosaic made out of tiles and glass and found objects, uh, bicycle wheels, uh, hubcaps, you name it, mirrors, uh, and uh, those things are kind of... uh, sort of put into the into the walls and, and it sort of creates this incredible uh, effect, this uh, amazing sort of mosaic pattern uh, and it's not just sort of confined to one area, they're sort of everywhere really. Uh, entire streets uh, are made up like this, it really is a, a kind of sight to behold. So uh, we spent Sunday morning there. We went to quite a nice cafe and uh, had some breakfast and then we wandered through the south side and, and that was great. And then we headed back um, uh, Sunday afternoon and uh, we left at 12, probably got back about 7 or 8 o'clock and again I know that's a sort of 4 hour drive but uh, or 5 hour drive because I think it's further than Washington um, but it really doesn't feel like that, it's very odd, very strange sensation. We were thinking in the UK, if you're driving sort of four hours, uh, that's pretty major. When we go from uh, the south coast all the way over to West Wales, that's uh, really is an undertaking. Or uh, well, to be fair, the the bit from uh, the south coast to Carmarthen isn't too bad, and then uh, it's another hour and three quarters over the hills through the windy, bendy roads to um, to Cardigan you know it's been a beautiful day and i'm sitting here with the fire and i can even i think i'm going to i think i'm feeling a few little spots of rain yeah just my luck anyway let's see if i can get through this so had a week back home and the kids were on spring break and then we found ourselves driving to washington dc uh, just as tourists this time i didn't have any speaking engagements or anything like that and uh we booked a holiday inn in Arlington uh where the famous cemetery is um you know that uh, the monument the um the, uh, oh, the 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 sort of what's it the the flags of our fathers uh, Iwo Jima um where the soldiers are pushing the flag up uh that's where that's Arlington cemetery that's the monument that's there, and that's where um, all the presidents are buried and we were just around the corner from it uh, a place a place called ross Lynn uh but there was a metro there um the the largest, longest escalator I've ever seen it was like we were sort of it was a sort of escalated to the centre of the earth and um we uh jumped on the metro and then we were about fifteen minutes uh into the centre. And the centre being uh, where the Capitol building and the White House and the National Mall are. And just amazing. So even we we drove on the Friday. The, the boys missed a bit of school. No, they didn't. Sorry. They were on um, uh, spring break. Um, they'd had a few days prior to that. And then we, we, we left on the Friday. Uh, and we got there about lunchtime, I think, maybe a little bit later. And we uh, dumped our bags in the hotel and then jumped on the Metro. And then 15 minutes later, we were standing outside the White House, It was, and it was amazing. Um, it's a bit like, you know, when you go and visit Stonehenge, it's not as big as you think it's going to be. It really does look like a kind of um, little residence, as it were. Well, maybe not so little, but a residence, nevertheless. And there are buildings around it, and you can tell that this sort of administrative burden is kind of taken up by those sorts of buildings, and, and the White House really is for the president. Uh, and um, uh, you know, and and the the sort of chief of staff and, and the people who who work very closely. So yeah, it was kind of amazing, and um, you know, just a shame that uh, the bloke who's in it now was in it. So the next day, I think Saturday, we um, it was a beautiful day again, really hot and sunny. Uh, caught us out a little bit. We all had a bit of, uh, we were a bit red when we finally got back to the hotel in the evening. Um, there was a swimming pool in the hotel, and it was quite nice to uh, the boys. Definitely jumped in and uh, cooled down after a sort of hot day. And it was a hot day traipsing up and down the National Mall, uh, absolutely enormous. Uh, I think uh, I usually have I have a you know pedometer thing on on my uh, watch I've I still got a pebble maybe I'm one of the last people hanging on to mine and uh it I, I set it to buzz on 10,000 steps and I think it it buzzed by about 10:30 so <laughs> we were we we did we did the miles that day and we uh took the so we took the metro to national mall so that there is there we came out by the Smithsonian, well I say the Smithsonian but, but there are like sort of 17 Smithsonians. so uh, we came out near the one, the sort of aerospace and uh, one and aviation but then we walked towards the Lincoln Memorial down that end along the uh, pool of reflection uh, and you, you know you recognise the uh, Washington Monument, that big sort of you know needle, the sort of Cleopatra's needle as it were uh, that rises above, uh, and, and it's how you get your bearings in Washington. I, I was really amazed that I didn't see very many skyscrapers. In fact, the bit that we were staying in you near know, Arlington, that seemed to be the closest to a sort of commercial district. It felt much smaller somehow. Washington, despite being the capital of the U.S., it smelled. You know, I think uh, New York uh, probably dwarfs it. So I don't know. I mean, maybe the suburbs just extend, extend far and far. So we spent the day on the National Mall and it was great. There were a lot of tourists, um, uh, you know, us amongst them, you know, not ashamed to say. And uh, we, you know, went into a few places. Everything's free, which is brilliant. So you you can sort of, it's fine, you can have a little look. And if, you know, if it's a bit too crowded, not to your liking, you can just, uh, uh, you you don't feel the need to to go around it all. I'm hoping that's wind in the trees and that's not going to just stop pouring of the rain any second and then um, uh, the boys were super tired had a bite to eat and headed back to the hotel and then we h- had a bit more of a swim a bit more of a sort of chillax on the bed uh, reading books and doing some sketching and uh, uh, you know closing our eyes a little bit it's starting to rain what if that airplane is making it rain and then, in, uh, my wife had spotted uh, quite a fun place to go, so we got back in the car, and we went to an area of Washington called Chevy Chase. Hey! And there we went to a place called Comet Ping Pong, which was a pizza parlour uh, with table tennis tables, and oh, that was great fun, I tell you. So it's brilliant, because you sit down on your table, and the table, instantly is like a sort of mini uh, ping pong table, and then you uh, you order and then uh, in the space, you know, whilst you're waiting for your food to be cooked, you can go and have a few games of uh, table tennis, uh, which was, and it was great. It was great fun. There was a jukebox as well, and I put on some super fairy animals for old time's sake. So it uh, felt like it really took over the place. It was a lot of fun. And then the food arrived and we had, uh, I had, oh, really nice chicken wings. Um, very nice kind of um, stone baked pizzas. Oh, they were good and maybe had a few beers as well it's all very nice and we played a bit more ping pong and then we had a a wander through the neighborhood just uh, kind of digest our food and uh, wandered into a very nice bookshop that was just up the road as well and it was lovely i thought this is a really nice place definitely So, the next day, um, Sunday morning, went to Georgetown. So we were just across the river from Georgetown, and it's where is the sort of university district. But and we walked down a a very nice road full of shops and had a a nice sort of cup of tea and breakfast cafe. Uh, Went into a few places, bought a few knickknacks and things like that. I think I bought a a stamp, a cactus stamp. You know, sort of rubber stamp that uh, so that I can uh, add it to sketchbook things and stuff. I don't know, but it looked kind of fun. I'm sort of into cactuses at the moment. I bought a cactus wind chime. Uh, well, I sort of, so there's a sort of stained glass cactus at the top of it, and then the wind chimes hanging below. Yeah, so Comet Ping Pong Chevy Chase. Uh, we got back on the Sunday evening uh, kids still had Monday off which was quite nice but I went back to work and this week we finally finished our 360 film so my students have all completed the film I think I have one outstanding she's just a little behind she's doing adding a bit of animation to hers and I thought I'd uh, I'll let her have the extra time to get that done and somehow they've all managed to answer the brief. I mean, it's really amazing when you set out to do these things and you teach them everything that you know, uh, but they still have to go away and do it. And they have to find their own sort of journey. You know, they have to find their own route to the to, to the material, really. And they all made these really nice films and I'll try and put them on YouTube and try and put a link on Twitter or something like that so that uh, people can go and have a little look at them. Uh, they need to be viewed uh, with... Uh, you know, or best for best viewing, use uh, either um, a, a VR headset or uh, a Google Cardboard or something like that, and they look really good. They they all all the students sort of lent on their own cultural context for the work that they did. So uh, you know, for instance, I'd, uh, I have a, a student who has Taiwanese heritage, and he found. Uh, Taiwanese shopkeeper in um, Pittsburgh uh, to talk to and and I think he was able to sort of strike up that relationship because he was able to kind of talk about his, his own background and you know, it gave him access. And and that was something that happened uh, across the board, really. Uh, you know, I had a, a student uh, from the Dominican Republic and uh, she, she ended up uh, doing some interviews around sort of dance and uh, um, African-American culture. And I thought that was really fascinating. And uh, definitely, you know, I thought the work that she ended up completing was kind of personal. To her it's great it was really nice that that she was able to do that um, and and they all did they all answered it yeah you know in a way um, it, was, it was really magical so i was really proud of them we had a little screening uh people came along we uh had some popcorn a few and some fizzy pop and and watched the films and they uh were able to get some feedback from people and i think they were really chuffed and it's always the same isn't it as you come towards the end of the course uh, students really start to kind of bond uh and they start to uh, the relationship that you have with them is really good well hopefully you know, it doesn't always happen but when it does it's really good you feel very positive uh and you think oh, if, if we if we had that uh, earlier on just think what well, we could could have done but it's only a sort of natural cycle as it, as it were I'll be um sad to see them go um but hopefully I can uh, welcome a whole new bunch of people in September on um, da, 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 a podcasting uh, course that I'm going to do with them. And I'm still trying to work out the logistics of it, essentially. Um, it's uh, it's already oversubscribed and I might end up running two cohorts, so I've really got to think clearly about this. But I'm sort of thinking about along the lines of the BBC shortcuts, um, documentaries. I'm going to ask people to. Oh no! That I think that bird. Hang on a minute. Hey, that's that's a bit special, isn't it? So I'm going to do it again. Sorry, where was I? Yeah, I'm doing this podcasting course and again, students are going to have to head out into Pittsburgh and find um, stories, uh, uh, things to talk about. Um, everything from the, the sort of mundane banal to the um, surreal to the poignant and difficult and challenging and uh, I really hope that we have um, a whole host of stories. Um, what Uh, At the moment, in terms of the logistics, what I'm thinking about is that it's a 15-week course, right? And if they can do 12 episodes, uh, so uh, I think we'll have a couple of weeks in and then we'll have one a week until the end. Uh, And then maybe uh, a week to wrap everything up. But it's a podcast, so it needs to be regular and they need to get cracking. And if I split them into two groups, then essentially uh, each group will have um, uh, a fortnight to create, the to, to find the stories that they need to find. And the other team will produce the show for them, will or, or kind of assist them in terms of uh, editing and engineering and those bits and pieces, uh, writing show notes, um, you know, marketing the podcast, all, all the other uh, bits and pieces, and then they'll sort of swap over. So I think if I got this right, the demand on the individual student will be to create a three to five minute story every two weeks, and hopefully. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But I'm um, I'm really looking forward to it. Should should be good. So yeah. Um. I'm I'm almost to the end of this course though. This uh, multicultural podcast. Uh. Multicultural, multicultural Pittsburgh. <laughs> Getting mixed up there. Um. The VR one. And then so uh, my last week of teaching is next week. And then that's it. Uh, teaching is is finished. I'll, I and I'm really looking forward to doing some of my own projects. Uh, writing things up, getting some research done. Uh, I've applied for a few grants on a few things, but uh, this will have been my sort of first time round the cycle, round the uh, the academic calendar. And I've already pinpointed things that I'll need to do next year. And if I can get a head start on those, then that'll be really good. Uh, and that includes, uh, for instance, I have, a, I have now understanding of some of the grant opportunities and and schemes that they have within the university uh, to produce and support work. So um, you have to have a kind of uh, you know a, a bottom drawer full of ideas and uh, proposals ready to go. So so I'm going to try and do that. Really, I'm also looking forward. I'm going to try and do a little bit of writing, and I'm going to try and do a little bit of filming as well. Uh, a sort of criticism ahead of myself was that I didn't get time to do some of the work that i then asked my students to do you know for instance i I didn't get the chance to go out into pittsburgh and find some of those stories myself so i've got the summer to get ahead of that because i think there's things that i'm going to learn in doing that that'll be really useful for the students the community engagement part of the courses has been the hardest thing really it took a lot of of preparation and it took a while to get them going. And once they did, it was great. Once they found the people that they needed to talk to, it worked really well. But it was super scary for them. They were brave. You know, they had to uh, break the university bubble, as it were, and head out into the community. And, you know, that that might be a criticism, uh, uh, you know, that, that people might level at students, that they're sort of a bit, bit sort of closeted. Um, but, it, you know, I'm in no doubt that they do find that challenging. And I can understand why to a certain extent, you know, it does, it does take, uh, you know, a bit of skill or, or or a bit of understanding to establish relationships, to uh, go out and meet people, to understand that it doesn't always work. Um, you have to, uh, you know, plant some seeds and you have to develop these partnerships and, you know, with community groups and organisations, it, it, it takes a while. And I'd ask them to do that really, really quickly. So... They were super brave. uh, They all did it. So you know what can I say? But uh, I need to go and do much more of that, and that'll be. I think that will help the course. That'll that'll be that'll be a huge benefit. So yeah, so lots of work to do. Lots of things to get sorted out. Uh, Back in the house, we're all good. Um, As I'm looking at the back of the house now, the lights are coming on, it's getting quite dark, the fire is starting to go, Uh, I think it stopped raining, I don't know, I feel little spots every now and then, but yeah, I think it's uh, probably time to turn in for the night, the boys were here earlier roasting marshmallows, it was quite nice, I love it when they, they get sort of, there's that sweet spot, they're sort of crispy on the outside and you stick them in your mouth and they sort of explode the sort of pop on the inside of the marshmallow um yeah but uh, not vegetarian marshmallows unfortunately if anybody knows of vegetarian marshmallows that would be really lovely because I think uh, you know, uh, the missus is vegetarian and I think uh, uh, hey she deserves some marshmallows yeah don't know what I'm talking about now so I better head off um, but thanks everybody it's uh, it's nice being in touch with you all like this uh, really enjoying uh, the conversations that we're having and uh, enjoying instagram uh, very much i'm a bit fed up that it's a sort of uh, you know a facebook product uh, but it's really nice to be able to take photos and share them with people for people to leave little comments i remember the sort of early days of flickr were really great because uh, putting photos up instead of just sort of posts as it were there's a a real kind of point to it and there's nowhere to hide I think uh, um, well uh, you know a a lot of people would disagree with me but I think photos have have the potential for an honesty uh, about them they they are when they're just taken with your phone They're, they're just you know, if you could, I know you edit and and choose very carefully and betray a particular identity and things like that. But uh, also, you know, if you if you haven't got interesting, engaging stuff, then uh, there's no reason to be followed or to, to there's no reason for people to comment on stuff. Uh, uh, I think it challenges you in, in that that way. You you want to kind of keep it fun, as it were. So I know, you know, I'm not thinking too deeply about this. It's just nice to. Uh, see what other people are up to, and, um, and I quite like putting stuff up on there, so there we go, we'll leave it at that. Uh, I'm going to go back in now, I'm going to try uh, if uh, if they get to bed uh, early enough. Uh, I've got a few, I've been sketching lately. I've got this fantastic book by this bloke called Felix Schoenberger. And it's called Dare to Draw, and I recommend it wholeheartedly to anyone who who likes uh, to do a little bit of sketching. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm pretty awful. I have kind of pretty bad technique. Uh, my sense of perspective is, is, is pretty sharp, and uh, even when I'm uh, drawing a sort of really rectangular kind of uh, building you know a block uh, uh, i get all my perspective lines all muddled up i can see them all uh, crisscrossing in the wrong way they, they don't all head off to the horizon but i'm working on it i'm trying and it's really lovely he he, he has a, a really beautiful kind of approach really simple and straightforward and and, and fun kind of uh, philosophy about it—it's it's really forgiving. It's really lovely. It's really personal, and I'm—I'm I'm getting a lot from uh, sketching. I, I really am. Uh, uh, maybe sort of thinking about all the years where I—I I didn't do it, or or if I did it, like you know, for instance, if I was a was to purchase a sketchbook and get a pen, then uh, I thought, oh, well, it has to be perfect. It has to be brilliant, uh, and then of course it—it it wasn't, and then I'd. Uh, put it to one side and, and abandon that. And, uh, but uh, this has been great. I've almost filled up a sketchbook. Uh, I think I'm going to move on to another one soon. Uh, definitely the drawings that I did uh, back in October last year when I first sort of started doing this. Um, and, and when you compare them to the ones I'm doing now, I'm, I'm definitely getting somewhere, and, and I, I, I'm happy with it. So, so, you know, it's good fun. So. I would I would recommend that book and I'd recommend if uh, you have uh, uh, I don't know a desire to do this then 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 you know get going give it give it a go you, you learn a lot doing it, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing so uh, the fire is almost out now I was just picking up some of the uh, twigs and branches from around the garden, giving, giving it a little burn. Um, but it's so dry that uh, really it's, it's it's gone very quickly. I can literally see the last few embers at the moment. And the lights are on inside, so I'm going to call it a night. Thanks, thanks everybody. Um, you know, it's really lovely to, to get messages and, and emails and uh, and little bits of audio from people—it it really does go, keep us uh, in touch with, with with so much really—and uh, missing you all. Uh, we're having a great time here. This is a super adventure, but um, you know, every now and then I think, oh, it'd be nice to go down the pub with my mates, and I uh, haven't quite got that there as, as I had before. But we're here, we're here as a family, and it's it's a lot of fun. Okay, take care. Bye bye. It rained out. do you want to come in yeah all right then i'll do that yeah has the, 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 the fire has uh the fire is it has, yeah, has burned out yeah okay I'll, I'll i'll do that don't worry it's a big table you don't have to oh well done okay